You're listening to Confident Chaos Podcast with Dr. Tiffany and Lawyer Lisa. Listen as we talk about anything and everything that you know to be your truth. Episode 16, it's fire. How did you reveal your baby's gender? Did it involve any type of pyrotechnics? Schools are back and Broward is almost open. Dr. Tiffany talks today about the quagmire of vaccines. Should your child be vaccinated? Welcome back, everyone. It's episode 16. <laughs> they're, they're la- so just to give you, I, we had to retake episode multiple times because apparently I don't know how to speak today. So it's episode 16. 16. And um, we skipped last week because it was Labor Day and we needed some time off and we figured everyone was going to be partying anyways and not listen to us. So we skipped a week and we are back. So... Since we were last on the air, I'm just going to read a headline for everyone, and I'm going to allow Lisa to chime in. A pyrotechnic device at a gender reveal party sparked one of, the, one of California's wildfires burning over 8,600 acres. And go. <laughs> okay. Um, gender reveal parties, first of all, I support them. I think they're a great idea. Not necessarily for everyone, but I think it's a great idea. But I honestly want to say that safety comes first have your fun the fact that that has to be said out loud is slightly well I said it out loud and so many other (laughs) people are saying it out loud including CNN where we pulled this article from have your fun have a great time maybe you should think about the location because the color of smoke that comes out of the rifle or the AK-47 or I mean, AR-15 why do we, that you're do we using. Need to bring firearms to this? Like, I just feel like it's a little contradictory. Like, we're having a baby. Let's get a gun. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Not just like, get a gun, but make sure you have the right color gunpowder. Uh, like, to uh, be revealed from the gun so that everybody in your area... And all the surrounding areas. And how many acres in California were burned down? 8,600. 8,600 acres were destroyed because the world knows you're having a boy or a girl. I mean, there's cakes. There's balloons. There's a multitude of other ways to do this. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot. There's, you know, like glitter. You know, glitter's cool. I like glitter. There's so many other ways to approach this. I just feel like people go super extra and yes. super overboard it's like i love rifles my kid's gonna love rifles let's blow shit up you know yes. <laughs> just, let's, I don't, let's destroy so half of the says, california forest the, oh god I not saw to the, mention though it's hard to cut you off but not to mention the forest is burning anyway people are losing their homes malibu all the malibu fires all the southern california fires which is just a natural disaster that's occurring let's make it worse by adding additional fire to an already burnt dead area yeah. And kick people out of their homes because how many people from that article were evacuated because of the fire? Uh, I mean, they had helicopters in there. They had firefighters well, from all and around Well, and look, the- this was 8,600 8, acres, and it was only 7% contained. So it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And by the time, you know, you guys are listening to this, it's, it's a few days after we tape it. So who knows what it is by then. But, um, and then, okay, so then. And people are probably dying, too, that can't get out and can't be evacuated safely. Yeah. So, so in 2017, something similar happened in Arizona. So this says, in 2017, a gender reveal party in Arizona sparked a wildfire that burned nearly 47,000 acres and caused more than $8 million in damage. 
At that time, that expectant father was an off-duty U.S. Border Patrol agent, had packed the target with explosive tannerite and shot it with a high-powered rifle. He pleaded guilty in 2018 to a misdemeanor and was sentenced to five years probation in order to pay almost $8.2 million in restitution. So you have an order to pay restitution and you're charged with a crime, but are you sending the right message to the person that decided to put tanner tannerite yeah. in a gun and set it off to reveal that, yay, I'm having a boy. Guess what, guys? Did you I'm having a boy. Did you do gender reveals? So not for my first daughter because we knew right away. Like, we knew really early. And then, you know, I had a lot of trouble getting pregnant with my second daughter. And... During that time, I didn't think I was going to have another kid, so my friend was so excited, and she called my doctor and got the information, and then she just went to Publix and had a cake made. So when we cut the cake, one half was pink or blue, and it was like $20, and it was really good cake, but that was it. So no, we didn't have like a big party, but I cut a cake to find out if it was a girl or a boy. But I mean, people are going off the chains with these gender reveal parties these days. The it's amount of just time so and money you extra, spend. People. It's so extra. I st- again, going back to my original comment, so you celebrate having a child by blowing shit up? That's how you celebrate having a child. I just and, want and, one person to explain that to me. And destroying land and kicking people out of their homes and where they live. And not to mention <sighs> fires, so they start if you don't contain them. They get worse and worse and worse, and they spread. I'm a fire chief's daughter. I, I mean, I, mean, I, like, geez, I grew up with this say? stuff. What would your dad oh, say God. about this? People are idiots. People are idiots. <laughs> People are idiots. <laughs> People are stupid. I mean, yeah. the amount of time and effort involved in planning a party like that, I, I just wonder if there's any thought in your mind, like maybe location is important to figure out whether or not we should do it in a forest in the middle of Southern California, which is already having trouble with fires. So the meme, meme game is super strong right now. Oh, yeah. We love so memes. So here's how I revealed my baby sex. Person, what are you having? Me, a boy. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then it's just, there's one about, uh, it, it's a it's a photo and it says, just hanging out at my friend's gender reveal party. And it's a skeleton that looks like it's on fire. All its skin's been blown off, like holding onto a gate. And then there was one with, um, who is the, the bear for the forest fires? What was his name? Smokey, Smokey, Smokey the, bear. the bear. Yeah. There was one from like Twitter from Smokey the bear saying something like dropping F-bombs about forest fires, like how to not, oh how to like prevent forest fires by not blowing up pyrotechnics in your gender reveal party. From your gender reveal party. Idiots. Yeah. I remember Smokey the bear. He was cool back in like elementary school. He would come and talk to you about fire and fire prevention and safety. I don't think Smokey the bear is even a part of the school system. I don't know. Like at all right now. I'm talking about like in like the 80s. This how cool one's like he was. now all of California knows it's a boy. I mean, it's just listen, people. Yeah, they know. I, we know that you're <laughs> the blue listen, smoke. I've been through a pregnancy. Okay, I've done it. So I'm speaking from experience. It's a very exciting time in your life. Keep it personal. Like keep it within your own yeah, house. Like if your family's excited too, I get it. But keep it you in know, your house. Maybe we should not be so self-centered and think that maybe you're not going to affect, I don't know, millions of people and millions of acres of land. And destroying property. (laughs) And not to mention um, you're committing a crime. Yeah, well. So you're going to be punished in one way or another for that crime. And what are you going to tell, have you ever thought of that? What are you going to tell your kid when your kid's older? So dad got arrested for (laughs) stacking tannerite in a rifle so we could tell everybody that you were a boy. (laughs) 
No big deal. I'm still paying my restitution in your 25 so, so, graduating so, college. And, that, and that's, you know, so we go, we go from one extreme to the other. We go from gender fluidity to blowing stuff up so we can tell everyone you're a boy. Like, there's no middle ground anymore. Like, no. can we not just be okay with the fact that, you know, like, the, it, 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 the gender is what it is? It is what it is. So we've got, I mean, we've got one whole half that doesn't want to even give their child a gender. We've got a whole other yes. half that wants to blow up half of California to show everyone what the gender is. Like, what happened to normal people that just want to tell their family and cut a cake? <laughs> or or how about the sonogram? Let's just show the sonogram. Like, look, there's a wiener. Look, like, wiener. <laughs> we have a boy or no wiener. We it's have either a, girl. a hamburger or hot dog. That's yeah. what it looks like on Let, the ultrasound. Let's see what's going on here. <laughs> or maybe, I mean, Publix, guys, how about Publix? You know, we always talk about Publix. Well, in Florida, we have Publix. They don't well, have Publix right. everywhere. You're right. We have Florida. We have Publix in Florida. I don't even know. Piggly Wiggly. Is, pig, is it Kringles or Kroger, Kroger. Kroger. My sister is listening and probably Kroger. like, why don't you know this name of the stores out Wiggly west? Wiggly in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, she's in St. Louis now, but yeah, I don't. I forget the name. Kroger, maybe. Oh. I think it's Kroger. I don't know, but yeah, uh, keep the parties in your house. I think if I was going to send, I a just think it's take home message. Keep the parties in your house, but. We got to talk about something else, Tiffany. Tell me. We still don't know if schools are going to open or not. I mean, giant <sighs> question mark. I know some private schools are open in Broward, but a lot of them aren't. So we're determining whether or not schools are going to reopen. Obviously, the superintendent is having meetings, and I'm talking about Broward County right now. Palm Beach County is opening September 14th. The day you guys listening to our podcast, Palm Beach County's open. Broward oh. is deciding if they're going to open. They are still having meetings with the superintendent to determine if it's okay, but... If any of you parents out there, which I'm sure most of you are paying attention in some manner to the virtual school learning platforms, obviously every school's different. Google Classroom is a big one. My kids use Google Classroom, um, Google Chrome. But apparently in Miami-Dade County, a 16-year-old, did you hear about this, Tiffany? Hacked the system and got into the virtual platform learning and was like screaming obscenities at the children inside their virtual learning classrooms. Can you imagine that as a parent? You pop in. Yes, yes, because children, these teenagers are way, like my six-year-old can can manipulate things on an iPad better than I can. And build circuits. So, yes. And so do I think it can, of course, this is stupid. It's not going to work. This is outrageous. The amount of time and energy that is involved in the teachers planning and then the kids having to focus and then pay attention. I mean, my God, every kid is going to have some kind of focus or attention disorder by the time Look, this is over. I'm walking to dinner with my son last night. He wanted to go to the fire trick place, AKA hibachi. Oh, so, fire trick. Yeah. So we're going to fire. He trick likes place. fire. Huh? Yeah. And yeah. so we, yeah, God, hmm, you know what? Oh Maybe boy. I should have, I should have had a party for him with fire. So, um, my, uh, anyway, so he goes, mommy, I need to tell you something. This is very weird. My kid's not one of the, t- he's not a talker, you know? Yeah, he's kind of quiet. He's kind of quiet. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, well, never mind. I don't want. And I'm like, what is it? He goes, well, there's an issue at school. And I go, okay. And so just so you guys know, um, my son's private school, if you're an essential worker, which uh, obviously I'm considered an essential worker, they allow the kids to go to school to do their virtual learning on campus, which is just odd, but it helps our family out. Wait, so he's in the classroom, Tiffany, on an iPad with the teacher I in think, the classroom. I think he's but- actually in the cafeteria. Okay, in the cafeteria, but he's learning through the virtual platform. Right, right. right. So on campus. Right. Love it. I Great know. idea. You can't. Love it. So can't make this up. So he, he goes, um, I don't I'm not really learning in school. And I'm like, <sighs> Oh boy. Right. And, and he's, he's in first grade. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I just feel like I don't remember it. I'm like, okay, well that's different. Are you not learning or you're not remembering? He's like, well, a little of both. He's like, sometimes the computers don't work, so we just play. I'm like, oh my God. And then he says, Yes. I hear this. He's like, then we do a lesson, and then I just feel like, 
you know, we don't, we don't practice it because no one's there to help us practice. So then we just move on. And then when I go to bed at night, I forget everything. And then I wake up and I forgot what I did the day before. And I'm like, this is not okay. Cause you know, Harrison's like a gifted kid. So for him to say that, like, he's not learning, I'm like, oh, like there's like fumes coming out of my ears. Yeah. And I'm hearing this and I like the hair on my arms are like sticking straight up because if Harrison can't learn in this environment, nobody can. <laughs> no I mean, child can learn. He's like the calmest like pays attention, very, very focused, focused and listens. You know, I'll tell you a funny story and I'm sure we could all probably share stories all day. So we won't do this for too long, but my daughter and her friends figured out how to use the chat function in Google classroom. Oh shit. So, like the old I am, you know, we did that in college, oh my you know? God. So I figured it out because we were late. Yes. I've been late with my kid pretty much all week. She has, I think four tardies today's, you know, well today, by the time this comes out, she'll have four tardies, probably five by the time you guys are listening, she won't get up in the morning. But anyway, and so I logged her on in the classroom through the, you know, hotspot on my phone. That's a pretty cool function. I figured that out mm -hmm. during virtual learning. So I could log her on and all of a sudden I hear the teacher saying, stop writing messages on the screen. And she's naming like two or three kids in the class. And Kylie's like, wait, mom, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it there. And she's reading the chat. So she's no. reading, which is awesome. Yay. But she's reading the chats from all these kids. And then I'm like, Kylie, what's happening? What are you doing? Oh, we're all chatting, mom. We do this all the time. The teacher has no control. I mean, Harrison couldn't do that because he doesn't know how to spell yet. Although he does dictate into his iPad. You've seen him do that. Oh, yeah, he can dictate. But the chat function, I was like, why don't you just shut the chat function off? The teacher can just hit off and then nobody can chat. They haven't figured that out yet. But let's talk about school if it is going to open. Because I'm the optimist today. I'm an optimist. Usually oh, I'm a realist. You're, you're, yeah, you're, this is a good day for you. Yes, I'm generally Lisa's a realist. usually like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to open. Yeah, I, yeah, but... You know, today's a new day. I try to wake up and have very good positive thoughts so that I can, you know, transfer that energy to my children who are like, what the hell is going and on And I'm the today? opposite. I'm like, everything's fine. Yeah. You know, like the little, the, the, the snowman guy from um, uh, Frozen, Olaf? Olaf, I'm yeah. Olaf. Oh, everything's Olaf. great. He's always happy it's all the sunny. time. sunny. Like, that's me. I'm like the annoying happy person all the time. Yeah, uh, that's not me. But The you world guys... could be crumbling and I'm like, it's all good. We'll start over. <laughs> Yeah, not so much, but I'm sure they probably picked up on this because this is episode 16. They probably, our <laughs> listeners probably know our personality, I would hope by now. But assume it's going to open, okay? Because I do think Broward does not want to be lonely county and have Palm Beach. I don't know about Miami yet. They're on their own, on their own planet anyway. But Palm Beach opening, I'm pretty convinced Broward doesn't want to be too far behind. And all this hype right now about parents talking about, should we get our kids vaccinated? Okay, what back? Okay, whoo. I'm so, so excited. Very hot subject. And I know this is all up in your area, and I'm going to be quiet for a moment. However, this is near and dear to my heart because just a couple days ago, I realized that my four year old in VPK needed all her vaccines. I don't know how that happened, but whatever. She needs four. So, as a parent, for me, my personal opinion, everybody has their own opinion. No problem. What does she need? Let's get it done. But I know that's not every parent. So, what do you see? Um, obviously you don't deal with pediatrics, but what are your thoughts on this? Um, everybody should vaccinate their children and shut up. Oh, because I'm going to tell you why. That's it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Period. End of story. I don't care if you don't like it. Don't listen to me anymore. This is why. Okay. Way to put it out there. Tiffany. I'm just saying way to put it out because there, there are children. Okay. The world does not revolve around your child. Okay. There are children who cannot receive vaccines because of an immunodeficiency. If they have 
you know, they have cancer, they're on chemotherapy, and they cannot get vaccines because of their immune system because they might actually get that disease. And die. And die. Like okay? a fatal, a fatal so issue. So these children, so that's when we talk about herd immunity, this is what this is. Everybody else is vaccinated that can get a vaccine. Therefore, the children who truly cannot get the vaccine for true medical reasons, not because you read some article by Jenny McCarthy, okay? Oh, for yeah, For true medical Jenny. reasons. I love Jenny. Last time I checked, she, mm, farthest thing from a doctor, last time I checked. So she is not a doctor. That right. is the reason. Is so, if, so if you are going to wear a mask because you don't want to get coronavirus and you don't want to give coronavirus to somebody else, this is the same reason that you vaccinate your children is so the children that cannot receive these vaccines for reasons outside of their control, not because their parents did not want them to get it outside of their control are also protected from measles and mumps and rubella and chickenpox and polio. So here's the thing, guys. It doesn't seem like a big deal because we don't live in 1940 when all, you know, people had all these diseases. If you actually saw someone with mumps where their testicles, this kid's testicles grow to five times the size they normally are, and then they Terrible. are not able to have children later in life because they've destroyed their testicles, then maybe you would think twice about the fact that maybe your child should have the vaccine. You know, same thing with measles, having a fever, having, you know, being what contagious polio and not being, polio, able to not being able to walk i mean i had an, a great aunt that like had to walk with crutches and assist devices and everything from polio so it's very easy to say we don't want a vaccine because blah 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 and it's very different if you actually see the medical complications of these viruses that are literally eradicated and are now rearing their ugly heads because someone just decided to see what they wanted to see instead of seeing the true medical literature behind it i'm done and okay, I'm not done. So <laughs> the fact that they are making that decision, isn't that also, well, let me rephrase that. You can I, keep your kid at home all day long, but don't leave, let them leave the house. But that's my question. If you're making a personal decision, you're not going to vaccinate your child, yet you still want to send your child to school, mm -mm. you're exposing everybody else around you. It's a very selfish behavior, to I'm that, sorry. To that type of infection. But I did some research on this because I wanted to know why. Because I just bitch about it? Well, a little, but I wanted to know why. You know, I'm trying to understand why people make some really ridiculous, obscene sometimes decisions, but I kind of like to know why. So I researched this, and maybe some of our listeners want to know why, because I hear that and I'm like, what's wrong with you? But maybe there's some rationale behind it. I'm not saying it makes sense. So I no, listen, I, go ahead, because I figure you're out right. I read that article. Why. You're right. The Journal of Pediatric Pharmacology and Therapeutics, okay? They published an article, and in this article, they talked about four categories of reasons why parents say no vaccines. So these are the categories. Number one, religious reasons, which we'll Fine. talk about that. I'm in okay a with that. I'm just going to throw that out there. But we're going to talk about why. Okay. But if it's a true religious reason, you're not just saying that because you don't want to get your kid vaccinated because you're afraid of something that Jenny McCarthy said. Difference. But you actually Difference. have no religion. Yes. And you don't follow Difference. any specific religious Difference. belief. Okay, I'm going to write whatever religion doesn't allow vaccines. I don't know the name of it on a piece of paper, but I'm not going to practice or show any type of proof that I'm actually a member of this organization. But it sounds good, so I'm going to write it down. That's not okay, in my opinion. Personal beliefs or philosophical reasons... Okay, that's category number two. Category number three, safety concerns. Category number four, which I know you're going to talk about this one, a desire for more information from healthcare providers. Now, I look at four for a minute. I'm going backwards. Does that mean to you, Tiffany, as a doctor, 
I'm not providing enough information to my patients as a doctor? Or do you see that as I don't know what are the questions my patients have for me because they're not providing that information to me so that I can answer their concerns? Um, I think it's a little of both. Um, Look, I'll tell you, as a physician, anytime a patient asks me why, I never have a problem answering the question. The problem with vaccines is you're getting into immunology, which is a very difficult thing to speak to a lay person, meaning not not a dumb person, but a lay person, someone that's not in medicine. That's a very difficult thing to help someone to understand the pathophysiology, the immunology, and how these vaccines work, okay? So I think the questions need to be very direct questions, not a question of how does it work? I mean, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's almost loaded because it's yeah, so difficult to explain. Yeah, but you're not to, to answer that kind of a question, right? I mean, how do you know how the – maybe you do. I don't know. Well, I mean – I mean, I think most pediatricians do know. But the right. thing is, is if, if, if a pediatrician tells you the mechanism by which the vaccine works, are you going to understand that? Oh, right? hell no. So this is where the trust comes into play. Are you going to trust that your pediatrician is doing what's best for your child? Because if you don't trust point. what your pediatrician is doing for your child, you need to find a new pediatrician. 100% okay? agree with that. So uh, that that's my little caveat with all of this. Now, right. you know, I do have to touch on a point. It drives me absolutely bonkers when patients say, well, they just want to do it because that's how they make money. Listen to me and listen to me how very makes money? clearly. The physicians, doctors don't make anything off of a vaccine minus maybe five or $10 for the, the administration of that vaccine. Vaccines are actually extraordinarily expensive to keep in stock. It's a very high volume overhead financially. I don't even keep anything but the flu vaccine in my office for that exact reason. So if you truly think that your doctor's making money off of vaccines, you have no idea what you're talking about. Zero. I, I didn't even zero. know that was a concern. Uh, people, people say that all, that all the time. All wow. the time. And it dry, it's the same thing with medicines. Oh, well, you make money. The drug company gives you money. What the hell drug company gives me money? Maybe I go to a dinner once a year, maybe every six months to learn about a new drug. That doesn't mean I prescribe it. That's just, it's an easy way for me to learn about something and get a meal out of it. That's it. I don't ever get money from prescribing a medication. I don't know where people are getting this shit from. I didn't even know that. that I, I, was it a boggles. Concern. It drives me nuts. That doesn't make any sense I would love to, to know because I'm all about making some extra money because last time I checked, <laughs> I don't get anything for prescribing, well, you know, uh, metoprolol. I, I, nothing. Not that a dime. Strange. Not a dime. So I think to your point, I think it's a, I think it's a two-way street, but there does have to be trust. And I will tell you, you'll be very hard-pressed to find pediatricians that are anti-vaccine. And if they are, I question their medical acumen and I'm just going to say it well I mean when you think about vaccines Tiffany it's a situation where you're not just thinking about one particular child and one potential disease that could be affected you know could infect this child aren't you also talking about a course of medical care that is preventative to prevent this child from being exposed to further diseases that could potentially kill them of course, Lisa. I mean, that's of course. Look, it's like the flu vaccine, right? I'm not getting the flu vaccine. Blah, blah. Let me tell you what. If you've had the damn flu, you'd get the flu vaccine. Because the flu, you feel like you're dying. You feel like oh, I've, I've had, had it. it. You feel like you're on your deathbed. I can yes. speak from personal experience. And does the flu vaccine, does the flu vaccine, and that's the other thing too. People people are like, oh, well, the flu vaccine, I still got the flu. So I'm not going to have my kid get MMR because then they're, no, they're not. That's not, they're different yeah, things. Stop totally acting different. like you know what you're talking about. But you, you do get a little bit of the. You can still get the, and you still the can get influenza if you get the influenza vaccine. 
but the likelihood of it being a severe infection is much lower and the transmission is much lower and the likelihood of you even getting it at all is much lower. This is different. These are seasonal vaccines that change depending upon the strain of the influenza virus. At that time. At that time. Right. Okay. They change them all Last the time, year's right? flu vaccine is not the same as this year's flu vaccine. MMR is MMR. Okay, chickenpox is chickenpox. These right? are all different things, and that's the other thing I'm, I'm going to like ask everyone to think about. I remember when I had chickenpox. You know how I remember it? Because it sucked. That's how I remember it. I was only like seven years old, and I have a clear, distinct memory of having chickenpox. I had it. Bad. I don't want my kid to go through that. Very and even bad. better, even better. I don't want to have to sit home with my kid for a whole week because he's quarantined because he's got chickenpox. That's what you get a vaccine for to or, prevent that. Or rotavirus. Have you ever seen a kid with rotavirus where they're pooping and vomiting at the same time out of both orifices all Ooh. over your house. Why would you want to put your child through that? Please. Well, I'm going to tell you what this journal says because I was like almost falling on the floor when I read this. Same journal that I mentioned. It says, though it seems contrary to human intuition, there is a group of people who see some benefits in having their children con contract certain preventable diseases. Some parents believe that natural immunity is better for their children and that this immunity, it's better for the child to acquire it naturally than to have it from an immunization. I would like to meet someone that wants their kids to have measles. I just want to meet these people. Well, this article oh, please. had a lot please. of people that said that, but this is also interesting that this article said. Do you said. like watching your kids be tortured? To be completely. I mean, yeah. And you're sure. going to be tortured too. How about this? How about, your kid, how about your kid gets measles, gets 103 temperature from their viral fever, and then has a seizure because of that? Is that okay too? That's what I'm saying. People no don't know way. what they're talking about. It's not that simple, people. It's not just like you get, there are repercussions to these viruses. Well, this is interesting because the journal comments <sighs> on that. Now. And they, oh, I'm not trying to frustrate you, but we want to educate a little bit. Maybe somebody will listen to this episode that was considering not vaccinating their kid who's about to start VPK and coming up with a reason in their mind as to how they could get around the vaccines. Maybe they'll learn something today. I Tiffany. hope so. I mean, I'm in a positive mood. Maybe, maybe they'll learn something. <laughs> the journal says others express the belief that if their child contracts a preventable disease, it will be beneficial for their child in the long term as it will help make the child's immune system stronger as he grows into adulthood. That's why I bite it, bit, bite it. That's why I bit my fingernails when I was a kid. I just figured I'd get all the bugs underneath my fingernails and I'd have antibodies to everything. Oh. It's a joke. Did that work? No, it's as asinine, it's as, asinine as what you just read. <laughs> but, and I'm not trying to make fun of these people because a lot of these people that, uh, and there's a group form and I apologize, I don't remember the exact name, but it's basically anti-vaxxers. They're anti-vaxxers. And anti. And oh, there's actually they're like, a, there's oh a my there's god, a the Instagram, the Instagram of anti-vaxxers. I can't. I have oh, to I block. I, I wouldn't want to see that because it's just. It's I. No, I get so angry. There's a term for it. It's called vaccine hesitancy. It's a relatively new term used in research over the past few years to describe anyone who is doubtful about vaccinations or who chooses to delay or refuse immunizations even when they are readily available. Until their kid starts having diarrhea and vomiting at the same time and they have white carpet. And then in which case they're going to wish that they had the white rotavirus White carpet vaccine. is a whole other problem why you have white carpet in your home <laughs> with a child. But that's a story for another day. There's also a group of people that talk about the preservatives in vaccines, which is also related to some parents' choice based on religious yes. beliefs. What do you think about that? Which the I believe that the vast majority of the preservatives that have had any research at all showing a link to any sort of mental condition are no longer used for a very long time. So people that would be relying on that reason would be re relying on old research that old hasn't been updated. Vaccines. Old vaccines, old, old vaccine research. data. Or, but what about the media? We can't forget about the media. 
the media has such a large influence on some of these issues related obviously to medicine but specifically to vaccines and you know i don't even know where to start with that i look here's here's my i've said this kind of before in other ways you know, everyone's going to do, and I say everybody, I mean media, humans, people, friends, right? Whatever benefits them at that time. Is it beneficial for the media to talk about how wonderful and healthy and great the world is? Is that how they make money? Or is it beneficial for the media to talk about everything horrible going on in the world? Right? And that's mm-hmm. what I'm asking everyone to listen, right? I've had so many patients come into my office, literally anxiety through the roof, because of the coronavirus thing. I get it, okay? It's a worldwide pandemic. I understand that. But it is causing, honestly, I think more problems as a consequence of the reaction of the coronavirus and the people who actually got the coronavirus. I would agree with that. And and so what I'm, you know, what I would tell people is, you know, don't be afraid to just sit down, close your eyes and have a little bit of common sense. Look at the numbers for coronavirus, okay? And look at how many people are in the United States and do the math. Statistically. Statistically, right? How many people in our population are really affected by this yes. disease? Yes. To the point where they're getting if, if it. You, you know, they're are being diagnosed. A, if you are a 30-year-old healthy person of a normal weight and no medical conditions, even if you get it, statistically, you have like less than 0.5% chance of being critically ill. Who Correct. cares? If you get it, if you're 30 years old and healthy, because the, the way overwhelming percentage says that you're just going to feel like you have the flu and then you're going to be fine. You're going to feel sick and then you're going to be off work and hopefully you're not running around infecting other people while you have it, though, I mean, Tiffany. Look, I mean, we're in Broward County. You should County, quarantine. A, a level one trauma center with like 800 beds. We have 20 corona patients right now. And we, we it's, it, is a, it is a statutory teaching hospital with 800 beds of the sickest people in East, in and East Broward County. And how many beds are being used? 20. 20 beds. 20. Wow. So all I'm saying is look at the numbers, but then do quick math in your head. And if you can't do it in your head, get out a calculator. Okay? Because statistically, and then you have to break it down. How many of those people are old? How many of those people are overweight? How many of those people are diabetic? How many, right? So out of all of those people, how many of those people are just otherwise healthy people? That just happened to get it because they were exposed to someone that had it and are not getting really sick from it. The point of my entire point with this is it circles actually back to vaccines and prevention. Because the people that are getting critically ill from coronavirus, the majority of the time, not everybody, I'm not saying everybody, everybody, right. I'm saying the majority of the time, they have pre, pre, uh, pre-existing medical conditions which could have negated the severity of their illness. But they chose not to be preventative with their health early on. So what I'm hoping people take out of this is, wow, I should lose some weight, I should be healthier. I'm going to get my diabetes under control because I have learned from the mistake of a worldwide pandemic that I need to be as healthy as I can be because there are things outside of my control. Unlike measles, mumps, rubella, chickenpox, and rotavirus, which there are vaccines for, that you, you can just be preventative to get the vaccine. By getting the vaccine. You see what I'm saying? Like, we, we, it's like everyone wants a quick fix, but then they don't want a quick fix with something as simple as a vaccine. It just drives me nuts. Well, it's... You it's, can't pick and choose your quick fixes, people. Yeah, but it's it's a... It's, those are hypocrites, Tiffany. Those are people that are choosing to focus on one particular issue, but they're not looking at the whole picture. Remember I said it before, people that are seeing the, you need to be able to see the forest through the trees. Yes. You know, they're literally focusing on one tree and they're not actually thinking about, okay, what can I do right now today that can help prevent a future problem? I just think it's about, 
a lot of things in medicine. It's common sense. It's looking at the big picture. It's realizing that you're not the only person in the world, okay? There's other people around you that, that, that it is our duty to protect those people. It is. Remember I told you a few, a few weeks ago how there's like this nurse that I knew. She's like, it's not my responsibility. No, and it kind of is your responsibility. Yes. You're a human on, 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 on planet Earth, right? Right. I'm not saying that you have to go out and, and care for everybody to, like you'd care for your parent. But, you know, I mean, you're going to tell me that you can't put on a mask. You're going to tell me you can't get a vaccine. But at the same time, you want to you want to cry and moan that there's all these coronavirus numbers when you could have just been healthy yourself. Like, take care of yourself then. Okay, don't even worry about everybody else. Self-help, You yeah. can't pick and choose what you're going to complain about. Well, I mean, that's a subject for a whole broader, you know, a broader oh, You got me all hyped up. I got you it's hyped up. It's the middle up. of the day and I can't even have well, a drink. Well, I want to leave everybody with one comment. Um, and I got this information from the CDC, who is providing all kinds of interesting data for us right now. It talks about why you should vaccinate your child. It says vaccines can prevent infectious diseases that once killed or harmed many infants, children, and adults. Without vaccines, your child is at risk for getting seriously ill and suffering pain, disability, and even death from diseases like measles and whooping cough. This is 2020. Even though if you feel like it's been a real shit year because of all the craziness that's been going on, schools closing, the pandemic, at least take one step to protect yourself and your family and think about everybody around you when you're making a decision related to health. But again, it's common sense. Let's say there was one instance, okay, that someone heard that someone had a, a reaction to a vaccine. There are. There's something called, um, uh, 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 oh, my God. I'm well, I had it. I had, the, I had the flu very bad, Tiffany. And then a couple years ago, I got the flu vaccine, and I got the flu, and I was sick. And I was sitting there talking to my husband saying, was this a bad choice? Why did I do it? And then I thought about how sick I was when I actually got the flu without the vaccine and how sick I was with yep. the vaccine. And I was better in about three or four days. It was a real terrible four days, but I still got it. But that doesn't prevent me from getting it again or having my kids vaccinated. There are true things that can happen from vaccines. And they're, they, they really can happen medically, but it's so rare. rare. It's so rare that statistically, get it, because the odds of you getting the disease versus the odds of you getting the complications of the vaccine, the benefits far outweigh the risks. It's a very simple mathematical comp, uh, calculation. You don't have to make it more complicated than what it is. So I'm just asking people, everyone was born with a brain, use it. You don't yeah. have to use your use brain. Your Definitely. Brain. It's <laughs> common of that sense. Comment. It's common. This is 2020. If you, if we can transplant a dead person's heart into your body and make it work, why would you think that a vaccine would be causing harm? Oh, that's a really good question. Just think about that's that a good for a question. second. Just yeah, think it's about true, that. Though, we, take, we take another that... human being's body part put it into your body and it functions. But you think that there's some drug company that's all doing it to make money? I mean, come on, guys. Come on. That's insane. Give, give, give the humanity a little bit more credit than that. Yes. Just a touch. There's just a lot of things that they screw up and I'll give you that drug cost. I'm with you. I got it. Yeah. But, but when it comes to this, forget the cost. Just do it because it's the right thing to do. And that's it. And I'm it protects done. people. So with that, I want everyone to stay healthy. And stay grounded.